Okay, we're recording. So, I'm going to let Nick do the intro because I take feedback very seriously and someone said that it sounded like a funeral last time. So, <laughs> I'm just going to let Nick do the intro. Like, go on, Nick. Welcome to our third episode. Uh, this episode, we're talking about the ins and outs of what we believe in, in terms of working a nine to five and uh, having a business of your own or starting a business of your own. Uh, we just, uh, yeah, we just we just had a really nice conversation about it just to see um, our viewpoints because Vas is someone who, who works a nine to five and I'm someone who strongly believes that forget getting a job, um, just do your own thing. Even though I am now applying for jobs, this is also confusing. Well, that's, that's what you have to look forward to in the podcast. Uh, I hope you like it and we'll see you in the outro. There's something called, um, <laughs> I think in many fields there is this, but uh, mainly in uh, in engineering or yeah. software engineering, they they have this psychological condition called imposter syndrome. Oh, you told me about this. That when yeah, you yeah. start like getting to a point where you know what you're doing, you start thinking, I don't belong. Yeah, because you feel like anyone can do this. You feel like I'm I'm here by chance and things like that. So yeah, like, you know, yeah, not gonna lie. Um, if I ever meet an engineer that I really don't like. I'm literally just going to go to his ear and whisper, you're not needed for anything. Bro, you know AI is coming yet? Cool. <laughs> Does that really scare you though? Like the fact that AI is no, coming scare you? No. No? No. It, no. It's, I feel like it's like saying, you know, when the industrial revolution, revolution. came and people yeah. saying, everyone has to find a job. The AI, yeah, I think it can do certain things very good, but I don't really see it coding. I know there are people trying to do it. Yeah. But at some point, somebody has to be there to monitor it. I feel like it's it's an extension rather than a replacement. For now. There's a lot of... DLRs are pretty much like the worst nightmares of train drivers. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if every train becomes like that... Yeah, but how long has DLR been there? But I think it's about commitment. Because I think it's... it's yeah, genuine. exactly. That's what I'm saying. So if you look at behavioral people, yeah. not, just, not just AI as technology, that can't replace Humans. everyone. Yeah. But if you look at how people have behaved previously with new technology that can make things faster, but at the same time make jobs obsolete, it's never been the case where you just wiped it completely out, right? Think about Amazon. Like, I know they have bots doing like half of the work, but it's not like it's without people. Why are they paying people 15 pounds an hour or whatever? Uh, because Amazon is sadistic and they like to watch people suffer. Yeah, okay, you can see it that way, but there's still new people. <laughs> Bro, you, you don't understand how boring that job is. I know, oh but that's God. why they pay you 15, 15 pounds an hour. I think it's one of those like high-paid oh. job, right? In terms of the like, retail. Yeah. I'm paid to retail. 20 pounds an hour, man. Fuck. 20? Yeah, mashes. Yeah. Wow. But you can't sit down. Mm, well, okay, there's apparently some sections where you can. Ah, okay. Yeah. But also there's some sections. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about that, actually. Your experiences in, in, as an Amazon, Amazon employee. Why? Am I in therapy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just... It, it will show people, you know, how, how it was working in the warehouse for Amazon. Um, I, <laughs> but you know what? Not going to lie. Uh, we, I don't think that was the worst job I've had, though. No, that wasn't the it, worst job I've had. What's the worst job you had? The worst job I had was I was, I was working for RGIS, right? 
you don't okay no. you obviously don't know RJS RJS is this company in Barking that basically go all around uh, London or, uh-huh. yeah it's I like think, an agency yeah it's like an agency and what they do is they like they like uh, count stocks for Tesco's at night right so you literally stand there you have this machine that you count on you just so imagine there's a row of shampoos you count mm-hmm. 10 20 30 you put it in and you press enter and you do that over and over and over again all night long the shift is like 12 hours and they and it starts at like four five ish okay and it finishes at 12 but you have to be out of your house at like two because they drive you to those places they won't be anywhere next to you you'll be like um so each shift is different like yeah, different yeah, yeah. yeah 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 don't don't wow. make it sound excited okay it's just like moving around prisons it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's not exciting, okay? It's not like, oh my god, you get to the London. No, you don't, okay? You're fucking asleep. You're tired. You just have wow. to get up at dinner. You can't. You can't. And- you know, I see why you're against jobs now. <laughs> I think you've had all the bad experiences. This- you went from RGIS. RGIS? Is this your way of sliding into the into the podcast? Just like, yeah, I'm sliding into this podcast, you know? So, you know, I was going to ask you, you know, why should I quit my job? And now I see... <laughs> Your experience with these jobs has been horrible. Bro, holy God. Do you know what's worse though? It's like, if you have a friend there, it's okay. But yeah, so I wake up at like, obviously two, go to the job. You get paid to sit in the car and sleep, but so that was a good thing. You get paid, oh, you like, get paid from the point you get picked up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the point I get picked up, I get paid. That was good. I would have told him to take all the, you know, all the traffic routes just to milk it out. <laughs> no, but, but bro, you know what? At some point, the money you get outweighs the discomfort you're in. So, like, you could give me a hundred grand to, like, clean out sewage. I won't do it. There's no way in the hell I'll do it. Mm. But, like, there's some people who are like, what? hundred grand? Of course. Why not? I'll do it. Is hundred grand, like, a one-time payment? or No, no, no. Like, hundred grand a year. Like, that's oh, your job. Okay, Cool. You're just literally going, yeah, yeah. Would but you somebody do has to do it, right? Okay, don't, don't give me that shit. Don't give me somebody. Yes, yeah, somebody, not me. I'm okay. <laughs> so you, you're, are you asking me that, will I do it if yeah, I had no other choice? No, you have choices. Then why would I do it? I don't know, it's 100 grand. It's quite a lot of money. But it's still that I can either... The way I see it is you have a choice to work on something you like or you can just look at the money but if you have a choice then you, I would work on something I like to do okay so you would obviously be a stripper right yes naturally That's yeah naturally of course <laughs> you love your poles I know you love your poles <laughs> mandingos <laughs> but yeah um, so as a stripper what would you like go to move me I don't know where this is going, man. I, 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 I was out. I said that. I agreed to that. I wasn't going to go ahead with it and just talk about it. But. No? Oh, okay. But anyway, as a stripper... Okay, so what would... Okay, let me ask you this. What would... If given a choice, what would be your sort of a dream job? My dream job? I think it would be anything to do with uh, sports. Playing basketball, playing football, uh, running, sprinting. Anything to do with that, I think I love. I love. I love just being athletic. But I will not be a PE teacher. I refuse to be <laughs> that's where you draw your line. That's, that's where I draw my line. Not gonna be. A no, not being PE teacher. Because I think I think like all jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my whole thing is like with jobs, you have to list. Like you don't have that freedom, right? 
of doing what you want to do when you want to do it. I can't I wake think, up. I think that that's what I, that's probably because you have had jobs <laughs> like printing <laughs> jobs. <laughs> I mean, you know, you should write like journals about your your um uh, your Amazon job. Oh that my was, like, modern, day, modern day slavery. Oh man, you know what? JD, holy shit, JD. I thought JD was a good gig, right? I was like, oh, JD, you get discounts. Everyone wanted the JD job. Mm. So I don't work in a JD. Oh, you, you get paid minimum wage. And Minimum? Uh, what, what are we talking here? £7.80. Okay. You get paid minimum wage uh, and you work eight hours. That's not too bad. But it's like, I remember, okay, obviously you being a manager of a store, yeah, it's a good thing. It, it deserves some kind of respect. You made it there. Yep. This woman needs to come in once a week and just cuss out the manager at JD. Just walk in like, fuck you. Who do you think you are? Sorry? <laughs> Who's this? This random woman. You know the Dagenham JD? Yeah, I know the Dagenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, she'll just walk in and... Because, obviously, they have a policy of, like, you can't really kick them out as soon as they walk in kind of thing, right? So, she used to take advantage of the policy. She, yeah, like, she just come in and she'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> guy's an idiot. Fuck him. And obviously she's buying something every week. So the manager, what? obviously, yeah, he sacrificed his honor um, or his respect for that sale. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. He, I love how thick his skin was, though. He was just, he doesn't care. <laughs> at some point a sale is a sale man no, <laughs> at some point I expect him to just walk out and just punch her in the face man <laughs> just, when, when, do you, when, when do you have enough like every week that's 52 times a year you hear someone go fuck you what shit wow yeah like I said you had really bad luck with these jobs no, that, that was the good bit I like that bit that was fun oh okay so <laughs> what was the bad bit then the bad bit was I don't even know. I think it's just... I hate being, like, at the back stock room, right? So, I just organising shit and organising boxes and shit. Mm. It's just very, like... It's 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 petty work. It's, like, busy work. That's what you call it, right? Busy work. It's just, like... It's not needed, per se. But you just have to do it. Mm. So, yeah. Coming back to the job. You said that job... You were saying about your dream job. Yeah. What were you talking about? I think you were Nothing. talking about the... So there's nothing that I is wasn't. a dream job. I wasn't. What? You were a what? What? Are we lagging? Huh? No, we're not lagging. I'm just I'm just I'm just messing around with you. No, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm saying no, I'd like to do anything like anything to do with sports like running or, or skip. Do you think there's like a professional skipper? What do you mean? Oh my skip? god. Like someone who actually skips professionally. You mean skip? Like skip, like Jump rope. What? No, I was just, no, like, I was, no, I was just saying, like, jump, like I'll be a professional athlete, like, running or skipping, and I went, there's nothing to do with skipping. Or oh, you're going to start a YouTube channel. They already have a YouTube channel. I think it's called the Jump Rope Guys. Oh, right, wow. It's like the dance, you know? They're like, it's like four guys who just, or just literally jump rope. But, mm. but like, well, they've made, I realise that you can be good at anything in the world, and you can yeah. make a career out of it. Yeah. You could do it right. Yeah, obviously. For you to be good at it, you have to do it right. No, but I'm saying if you market it properly these days, it doesn't have to be something that's amazing. If you just do like 
like certain things, but yeah. in a very catchy way. Yeah, I feel like you can just make a make a career out of it because you have YouTube or you have like Instagram or TikTok or so many. Like you can't even stop naming them. Yeah, fuck man. But yeah, I think I think um, that would be a dream job. Something. Do you know what? Does it make me lazy? I want to do a job that doesn't require me to be working twenty four seven nine to five. Like, just Monday to Friday kind of thing. Yeah, I just want to be like... I want to be like, you know what, today I'm going to go into work and I, I and I can do what I want to do. Like, at work, that's something I love. I don't mind working hard. I don't mind it at all. Like, I would sit down and do something that needs to be done for 12, 13, 14, 24, 78 hours. That's fine. Yeah. But when it's just... It's work that's meaningless, I hate it. I don't know if that makes me lazy. I don't yeah. know. I don't think it makes you lazy. I feel like, obviously, your experience is all based on retail jobs, and yeah, like yeah. temporary jobs and stuff. You never actually well, you're now looking for jobs, and that's professional jobs. Yeah. So, my experience has only been with professional, professional jobs. jobs. So, so it's, it's, okay a, it's yeah, it's not okay for me. It's more like um, it is okay for me in one sense. Uh, yeah, you, you, I, I, I admit there is like the lack of time you have for yourself and things mm-hmm. like that, right? You mm-hmm. can't work on your own things. You have to dedicate for your for your job. But it's more like if if you're going to only see from one side, yeah. it's very hard, right? Because your experience has been horrible. Like we talked about <laughs> it's <laughs> been like it wasn't I mean, that bad. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't like, oh yeah, you you know it you wasn't like, so it was like I hate yeah. I hated it. Personally I hated it, but I don't think it was like But if if to to you, did you feel like it wasn't going anyway? It wasn't like of course. This is I obviously knew that it's part time job, so it's not it's not like exactly. oh, I felt like I was trapped. It's nothing like that. It's just I hated the environment. The environment wasn't wasn't full of like passion and dreams and drives and all of that. It was just mm. yeah, I'm here for like money, you know. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, That's basically. That's it. That's, that's pretty much. So, it. if you had a job, let's say, let's let's put it this way: if you had a job, but you had a good team, yeah, and you worked on something, uh, but you're working it. for a company. I'm just saying, the, okay, you're still working for a company, but yeah. this is like a project you're working on, yeah, and you and your team is trying to like, finish this project, and it's mm-hmm. like they don't ask you to work every single day, but they ask so you basically to by like deadline. the perfect environment for me. Yeah, I'm asking you because you now you're applying for jobs. Yeah. And if you if you get into a get into a team, then it matters who you're working with, right? Of course, I think that's what I was trying to do now because it's like I've I've had a couple of interviews, but before I go into the interview, I always think mm-hmm. like, is this a job for me? Like, let's think about it. If if I was to go here, what's my future looking like in five years? And I think, oh, this is an ideal. And then I don't feel like motivated to go into that interview. And I don't give my best performance, and then I come out, I'm like, oh shit, I should have just just done it and just wanted it. And just got it, you know? Like, okay. I think, obviously, when you think like that, when you think, like, I want the perfect setup from the get-go, mm-hmm. there's always that when you get something else that's not the perfect setup, you always, like, say, mm-hmm. uh, mm, no, nah, I don't I don't want it. But then you, And then you immediately remember, wait a second, it's not like I have a wide choice here. We're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Any kind of job I get will be amazing. So it's yeah. like I struggle with I struggle with both the thoughts. So it's like I want the right one, but I'm getting jobs and oh, what do I do? I, I struggle with that quite a lot. But yeah, mm. I think 
if I do get that perfect setup when I'm applying, that's something that I'm like, wow, like this is it. But the problem is when you're applying for um, jobs, they're looking for such specific and niche things. Like, like I applied for one and, and then I sent my CV and they're like, oh yeah, your CV looks impressive. But we don't see any kind of like drive to do this kind of job for me. And it's like, how can I show you the drive? Because obviously if I'm applying for a job, mm-hmm. I must want the job. But because my CV doesn't say I read this book or or I have experience in this thing here, right? Yeah. They think, oh, wait, you don't have, you, there's no proof of drive there, passion. And right. Like, so they feel like you're just another guy who finished a degree applying. Exactly. You don't stand out, basically. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And, like, I think it starts from there, right? Because, like, a lot of people who might have tons of experience in the field because mm-hmm. of whatever, like, like I could have entered work in these 95 jobs, right? Not 95, sorry, part-time jobs, right? If I went and got like a two-week internship with, um, I don't know, a corner shop with their finance team, why would I think that corner shops are finance teams? <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> wow, that's a, that <laughs> that's must a be very, very corner good shop. corner shop. Yeah, that's a proper established one. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, let's say not a corner shop. Let's say like a, a corner accounting firm, right? Corner. <laughs> <laughs> what is a corner <laughs> accounting firm? <laughs> Anyway, welcome to Corner Accounting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, okay. A medium-sized small business. Corner accounting, accounting firm. Anyway. <laughs> so, let's say, let's boss, say. you got some accounting. <laughs> boss man, can I, can I have one tax and one rebate, please? <laughs> okay, anyway, go on. <laughs> but yeah, let's say um, I have, I'm working, I get two weeks experience in my corner accounting uh, firm, yeah? yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I have no other experience, right? Mm-hmm. That on my CV looks better than me saying I have, like, three years of experience in, in sales, right? Yeah. But for me, like, that three years of experience shows drive. It shows commitment. Nobody likes working in sales unless yeah. you're, like, a super weirdo, in which case you should be put in prison. I think... <laughs> <laughs> okay. But on the other hand, like, working somewhere for two weeks, it's not that hard. If you, if you go into Barclays... Right, yeah. my brother did. He went to Barclays. They were just talking, and my brother was just telling him, like, "Yeah, you know, I just I'm just doing my degree. I'm looking for an internship." And the guy was like, "Oh, you know what? If you want, you can come here and work with us for a week. Like, mm-hmm. once they like you and they think, oh, you know what, you got some kind of potential or something to catch on to, it's quite easy to jump in there. You know, it's not like you need to go through thorough testing. It's none of that. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Like one well, of internships my... is pretty pretty simple. Yeah, forget even internship. One of one of my friends here graduated. Yeah year before so 2019 he graduated he didn't get a job for a whole year and then he went mm-hmm. for a Lloyd's interview just before the whole lockdown happened he didn't get the job but the guy in Lloyd's really liked him yeah sent him to Barclays where he knew one of so the Lloyd's guy had a friend at Barclays sent him there yeah. um the guy liked him as well made him do like seven tests in one day passed all of them he's got like a year of experience just doing tests basically <laughs> yeah um, and he got a graduate scheme in Barclays that thing pays like 40 grand a year wow like that yeah. that came that didn't come from because obviously if he was good at interviewing and if he was like good at I don't know whatever they needed to be good at he would have yeah. immediately got the job through the normal process he was just he was just he had a good personality he's someone mm-hmm. you could work with you know I'm not saying yeah. he was bad in any way no I'm just saying in a regular interview, 
he didn't have the set of skills that they were looking for. But he still landed the same job as someone who did have those skills. I th- yeah, I think the, sometimes my, it's just the people you meet. You know, yeah, so my, you my point yourself. was my point was that you can't just look at a CV or you can't just have someone in the interview mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, this guy's good for the job or that guy isn't good for the job. You know? So let me let me put I I've got something about that. It's I don't have an answer to this, but my view is if you look at the other way, let's say you are the recruit recruiter. Yes. Right? Yes. You've got I don't know thousand people applying, thousand graduates applying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you? And you you you've only got like a short period of time before you have to employ someone. So you have to come up with a process that allows you to recruit the best. How do you okay. kind of like filter them? How do you want to filter them? That's my question, really. Because obviously, what they do now. So one part, one part of the one one part of the, like the whole process that I really like, which I think really works, yeah, is the video interview stage where cool. they give you a couple questions and you give answers, right? Mm. So it would just be you recording yourself answering things, right? Mm. Instead of giving CVs, okay, let's say a thousand people, you you narrow that down to five hundred people, right? Yeah. I'd say okay, keep the requirements quite broad. In terms of like, if you have the grades, like the grades, I think, I know people say like, oh, you can't look at the grades and say, I, I, I hear that. But the people who haven't got the grades, are, but can still be good at the job is quite low. Do you <clears> know what I mean? Like if you haven't showed interest in, because I think grades isn't about smart, it's about interest, right? If you, if you find something interesting, then you go learn, learn it, you study it, you get good grades for it. Yeah. Yes, the testing system's flawed. I get all of that, but you still get good grades for it or, or decent grades for it. Mm-hmm. All right? Cool. The requirement with the grades is fine. You select 800 people with the grades, whatever it is. You have the grades, you get selected for the first stage. You do a video interview where you just tell them why you're passionate. Mention nothing about your experience, nothing about what you study, mm-hmm. just why you're passionate about the job. All right? Yeah. And through a video, you can actually tell like, oh, who's being genuine, who's not. Yeah, I guess you can pick it up there from a video. And then from there, you can then narrow it down to who's got the skills by actually having a conversation, not not why do you want to work in this firm? Why do you want this position? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, hey. Yeah, like, that's that's like the standard thing, you know, why do you want to work here? And yeah, even I, I have some thought about it. I feel like they ask that question just again. It's like this, this filtering system. If you are really passionate you're not going to think it's silly and you're going to put the effort. That's not true. Think about, like, okay, I, I remember you told me this. You got yeah. the job you're in now. Yeah. Because when he called you in your interview, you said, and he asked you, what do you know about the company? You said, whatever, I'm reading up on Wikipedia right now. And, and now this, was a, this was the first job. Yeah. yeah okay. This was my graduate exactly. job. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But you know that, you have to understand that was a risk. And the only reason I said it is because I was genuinely tired and I didn't have time. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to, have a shoot in the dark and see if it works and it works <laughs> but i'm pretty sure if you do that like five times in a row yeah like maybe one might okay be but fine if i have that. gone to like five interviews and it's been zero okay <laughs> so your yeah, percentage but, you know, still i didn't get the job i didn't get the job because i said that fu- that funny whatever i said right it was after that point there was like three stages of interviews which i had to okay. go through but you got right. through the first stage it, i go through to the the face to face interview yeah exactly so it's like i think once you get to a face to face interview it becomes a little easier because i think at the face to face interview they're not looking for you to prove your skill they're just looking for you to show your character yeah 
Do you know what I mean? And that's something that I've I've always like gotten wrong about interviews until now. Whereas like I was like, you need to prove your skill at every point of the interview. Mm-hmm. If you go to the face to face, they they know you're qualified. They they do know you're qualified. Yes. Now you they're just looking for like. How, what does what is this guy like? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you fit it, in the team? Yeah, like, like what's your energy like? Because when you have a conversation with someone, yeah, that you definitely hear like, okay, this guy's into anime. He must be amazing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or this guy's into anime. He's gonna waste his time watching YouTube videos. And <laughs> that never happens. Never happens. Yeah. <laughs> All people who are into anime are amazing people. <laughs> you know? but yeah. So I guess it, it, last time we had this conversation, I think it was like three years ago. Was it something like that, right? I remember we were in Mallorca. Oh, and we yeah. were having this conversation. Well, it was like a deep conversation about work and it, you, all the other different things. See, and the thing is, right for me, I I don't I don't understand how you can go wake up and go to a job, but mm-hmm. you still have the drive to do your own thing. Because to me, that's so contradictory. Because like you're doing the app, right? You've been doing it for a year, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure you got to a stage where you want to spend more and more time on it. But yeah. you can't because the majority of your day is taken up by work and you're doing projects that you're really not that interested in. Not mm. all your projects. Not all your projects are interesting, let's be honest. Right? Not all of them, no. No. So I'm sure throughout the year you've had somewhere it's like, this is just fucking, why? Why am I doing this? Right? Yeah. Like, how do you... Because you've been working for, what, oh, eight years now? No, five years, man. Five and a half years now. I'm just going to say eight years because you keep lying about your age. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway yeah. eight years now um and um what's it called you you like you wake up every day and you don't get oh you, i know you get kind of anxious at times mm. right but i don't think that's because of work i just think that's life that's but life like, yeah. i don't see work affecting you in a negative way and when i look at myself working or getting a job I always think, like, you know when you have, like, thought, thought experiments in your head? Yeah. Okay, I got a job. I wake up. Week one. Week four. <clears throat> week 52. Yeah, but why are you thinking that way? Like, I, the, the thing is, I never think, oh, I have to go through this work for week one, week two, because what I do is mostly interesting. So it doesn't hit me in that sense that, oh, I have but to you think have to understand, about... from my perspective, yeah. all the work, all the jobs that I've had, right, mm-hmm. has been... <laughs> Oh, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. I see your point. <laughs> and I raise you. <laughs> so, yeah. The, your, your, your understanding of this 95 stuff is largely uh, built up on your experiences. And that has been horrible. Not yeah. not like, oh, it, it's the worst thing in the world. But it has yeah. been not pleasant. And you okay. have this idea that 95 is just an extension of that. It's like, oh, yeah, of course. it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter how comfortable it is. It's still, um, how do you say still a version of what you did basically of course it's like it's like you're still working um for someone under their rules under their timelines and restrictions and everything you know but you know like like, where i'm coming from is what you do at a particular job can also be fun even if if you forget about the fact that you're working for uh, somebody who's you know, making money off you or like, if you have that kind of mentality, it feels okay, like... Okay, see, I didn't even think of that. Now I'm thinking of that. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, if you stop looking at it like, 
like slave work or something. Like you're oh, trying okay, to cool. Something. Now it's worse. I, you should stop talking. You should just stop talking. No, <laughs> just stop. It looks like you're looking at it like, oh, I have to do this, and somebody's always monitoring me, and he's yeah. getting monitor above, and he's getting monitor above all the way to the top. It's yeah. not true. Some people genuine. Some companies are formed, and some people genuinely like enjoy working in a, in a firm, and they 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 are excited to work there. It's because there's innovation. There is learning experiences all of that comes in and also at the those end those are also month, people who like playing croquet and wearing striped jackets no that's not everyone that's that's where i'm trying to yeah tell, there is tell me one guy that you know who loves working in a nine-to-five job in the corporate environment who isn't a weirdo many man many. Yeah, there you go see see how you paused you know you're lying no you're I'm lying. Not lying you're lying <laughs> you're not lying. you are a liar you're lying oh what I was saying, <laughs> not that I sound like one of those, um, uh, what do you call it, media people, PR people trying to cover things up. I'm not trying to cover anything up. What I'm trying to cover is it's experience. That's the way you should see it. Like you can, you get to work with very, very smart people and yeah. you get to learn from them. It's like, I get it. I, yo, yeah. I understand smart people. I don't mm. know. Good looking guys, whatever, you, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you know, cool, whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want, whatever whatever you want, okay, abs, six pack, whatever. It is. Okay, cool. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. shirtless days, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, awesome. working as a stripper, whatever your dreams are, whatever your dreams are. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, it's it's. I think even if I have the perfect environment in the corporate world, right? Yeah, I not immediately, not like off the get go, not like for the next five years, mm-hmm. but sometime into my thirties, I would definitely think, what have I contributed to my legacy? Right, right, yeah. And if my only contribution is I have got a good job in a good company, that's pretty much zero. I haven't left something for my children or my younger cousins to look at and be like, "Wait a second, like he did something that is out of the norm that mm-hmm. shows me I can do something greater." Because I always so, feel like I always feel like you kind of set your example, right? Because like if if we're taking our families for example, right? Mm-hmm. Our parents came from India with less than what we've had and yeah. they've built middle class, upper middle class life, right? Mm-hmm. So what they've done is pretty much like us going from middle class to... Um, like an upper middle class, yeah. Upper middle class or, or, or upper class. Yeah. I don't know, man, whatever it is called, right? Um, so it's like, it's... So when I think of my parents' legacy, that's what I think of. And I understand that they've come from a place of like working 95s and working as nurses or whatever right mm-hmm. but i also see the struggle that go through they, they go through on a daily basis i'm sure you've had times when your mom's been complaining about oh my god my leg hurts and my back hurts but she's yeah. still going for like those night shifts and double shifts and whatever it is right i've had yeah. the same and i always had in the back of my head like you're working for someone who does not care about your health as long as you provide what they want you to provide you could have one leg amputated tomorrow mm-hmm. and they wouldn't care about it as long as you provide what they need to provide it, what needs to be provided, right? Mm-hmm. And that's fucked up. So let me flip the situation on you. Now, now let's say you have a company. Okay. You build something, you build a business. Yep. I'll build something humane. I won't okay, build, build something that... Yeah, but at some point, let's say it gets really big. Okay. Okay, now you have like 6,000 employees. Okay you are going to come down to the same economics. 
You're going Why? to have to f- find no, somebody. No, no, that's 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 what is the norm right now. That doesn't mean it has to be the same. So how that's like, how that's the thing? I understand that you can build it differently, mm-hmm. but a very simple business rule is you have to make money in business, right? Like that's what you're going to do. If you're owner of a okay. business, you're going to make money. That's 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 basically economics. I get that, right? Yeah. But but if you go more into that, you always understand that at the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. No no company in a market in a perfect market can make profit because how it works is let's say you're a company in a market you're making a profit so when you're making profit it's called super normal profit right mm-hmm. some other person sees some other company sees and goes oh my god that guy there's making a profit mm-hmm. i'm going to enter that market now your revenue is not directly split in half but some of your profit now is gone because there's another competitor right mm-hmm. that keeps happening until your costs are equal to your revenue which means okay. you're not making profit anymore Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what happens in basic economics. So what I'm saying is, forget about making that super level of, uh, level of profit, mm-hmm. right? Think about treating your people better, so you have an amazing environment where you have amazing quality of people who yeah. love to come to work. And I, I might be naive in thinking this. I think I think if you just think of it as, oh yeah, I'm gonna wake up, go to work, come back, mm-hmm. do what I need to do. And just live my life. You're you're not doing anything special, man. You know. But I'm not. I'm not advocating you should just always be. You know, you shouldn't try try to hustle. You shouldn't try to like find other ways to make money or other ways to innovate or try and do something yourself. I'm just simply trying to show a way that I sometimes think about this. Let's say the app I'm building goes viral, and yeah. we build a business out of it. Yeah. At some point, we would need to do something similar to what other people are already doing. Not that we forget about the people that we um, we employ. It's more like yeah. we're going to have to get to a stage where if you do have like a yeah. thousand employees, mm-hmm. the dynamics change. You have to now employ more people to manage people. Management is going to come in. So mm-hmm. unless what you, the only way that you uh, what you said works, at least in my head, is if you stay small. Okay, right. I think I think what they, yeah, uh, this again this might be naive, but I really believe it's like think of it this way, right? It's like if you okay, you went from not having an app to creating an app. I'm sure there's so many people who told you it's going to be this way, it's going to be that way, it's going to be this way, whatever it was. Yeah, until you did it, you didn't know. Now you know. Actually, I could have done it a different way. Do you get it? Yeah, because every big firm has done it the same way for millenn years, not millennia. Mm-hmm. Chinese big words, don't know. <laughs> for years, right? You just think that's the norm. That's how you do it. Obviously, like you don't. You can't. No, I'm care. fully for finding a different way. Everyone out there, I'm, I'm pretty it. sure, brilliant minds have thought about different uh, ways of building businesses that take care of people. And by and large, I think Google is one of those examples. They always try to. Okay, there you go, Google. Google, right, right there. That's yeah. that, that's that's the point I was getting to. Like, eventually, I was getting to sometime in the future. So, <laughs> you know Google, right? You know how like that environment is—it's free. You can take a nap. You can yep. work from home. You can, you know, bring your have, dog to work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have the freedom to do anything that you want to do, and it's one of the most successful companies yes. out there. Yeah. Right. The exact opposite of that is Amazon, mm-hmm. which is obviously like it's probably the most successful company ever. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I know there's a clear difference between the two. Like Amazon's so much more successful than Google, if you depending on who you ask. Yeah. 
but see how Google can still is still one of the biggest in in the world, but still have this freedom, this care for the employees. Yeah, I think tech industry is one of those ones where people had a lot more freedom from the start. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Other in, other industries haven't followed that closely with that kind of culture differences, like thinking thinking about people and employees um, and. Uh, catering to their needs and stuff like that there are companies like big uh, financial firms trying to do that but it's just a lot of it is legacy is legacy stuck yeah. in legacy right whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. tech has always moved like 10 steps ahead of course and you know i mean even in my company like since i joined i could work from home if i wanted to I'm and i have all the setup to do no, i'm just saying i'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just saying so is that is that I, where you picked up stripping yeah, like you know, I work from home. I work from home, quote unquote. But you know, you know, you know, people are gonna genuinely think you're a stripper on the side. I think yeah. The more you keep saying it, I feel like they're gonna forget about the first bit where it was a joke, and it's gonna be a stripper. <laughs> it's like, oh, those guys from the Mars Project. One of them is a stripper, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine forming a whole story around it? You know, like uh, in the younger days, he used to struggle to go to school. He was bullied. So- <laughs> Oh, no. That's like a few anon conspiracy about the yeah. Mars project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, so the, yeah. what I'm trying to say is, um, I fully understand there are companies like Amazon, uh-huh. but there are also companies like Google. And yeah. I, I think, if anything, after the pandemic, more companies like Google are going to be uh, coming up. They're, they're going norm, to. Like they're gonna, they're it's gonna a norm. Be, yeah, it's like yeah. people got a reality check. You know, all those companies who may have stuck uh, in the legacy mode might have got a wake-up call because you know when you, you know, say legacy mode yeah i always i keep thinking that you're choosing a difficulty in a game and just, uh, <laughs> you want easy or legacy <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah basically so but, yeah i uh, feel like the pandemic kind of it, it was going towards a, that direction but i feel like the pandemic moved it much faster to that point mm. and people started to wake up and oh shit we you know we need to we need to let people work from home wherever they can yeah and only come to the office the whole, whole idea of gathering together in the office environment it, you, know, you know it's going to change it's going to be so to what you're telling me is like okay let's say you're not i think maybe this is different to you because you work in the tech industry yeah. you're coding and whatever but like so you never felt like you have never felt like I am sacrificing something because I'm doing this job. I never felt like I was sacrificing something. I felt bored or like didn't want to look at something or didn't mm-hmm. want to work on something. But yeah. I never actually felt like I'm sacrificing something. Okay. I always felt like I am... It's probably to do with the way I see things. I, I guess even even at work, I had a lot of freedom to do whatever I wanted to do when... I had like slack time at work. Like I would go and look at ways to do things differently. Yeah. And that was right. just me. No one asked me to do it. It's more uh-huh. like, you know, the first job I joined, they had a lot of legacy systems. Okay. Like a lot of co- uh, programming languages, which were like completely like outdated. Mm-hmm. Right. They worked on like two or three of them, which was like, stop. They stopped supporting it in 1987 or something. Something stupid. Seriously. Yeah, and you're still working with the systems built on top of that, where you know, if you, if you if you spend time on that, and you go out in the market in two years, they'll be like, "What the hell have you learned? Nothing." Mm, Just, exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I had to come up with ways to 
like on the side, even at work when I'm doing yeah. lunch or like some off time where I'm waiting for something to uh, run and things, I would like try and come up with ideas to make things better. Like within the company? Within the company, basically. That was not me working on my own project or something. It was like, I'm trying to make things better by writing it in a much newer environment. And how did you go about, how did you go about like making sure that's uh, processed and like taken into consideration by your managers? I didn't care. (laughs) So you're just doing it just for you? I was just doing it. There was times where people caught me doing something else and they're like, oh, what are you doing? And then they were generally interested. They're like, oh, what are you trying to do? I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to make this better because I'm tired of looking at this. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing is, most of the pain points, they're shared by people. Uh, right? It's like the team is all struggling because maybe something isn't working exactly or some things may take three days instead of it taking a day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I saw one of those processes and I thought, okay, maybe I can just help by building it differently. And I did. Mm-hmm. And I got a bonus out of that because I literally did that. Somebody picked it up. They start using it. Mm. And then I became like in charge of that did they give you the bonus in once bonus in what once in once yeah <laughs> no, no no they didn't like <laughs> drop a bag of pennies <laughs> on my table no, no, no. Like, so it's like i i always have felt like okay you can complain about what you your environment what you or yeah 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 you can make things better yourself people would follow your lead basically on that thing right okay so instead of like trying to always think like okay i'm here and then you know, there's nothing more to this. Think different. Think outside the box. Some people might, you might be fired because you're trying to do something different. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care at that point. This was my, my first graduate job. Yeah. So I tried to do different things just to make things better, even at yeah. work, uh-huh. which worked. And then I took that because uh-huh. I was Lovely. rewarded for that. I thought, okay, this is, this actually works. This is not, this isn't like people are not like constantly looking at me and seeing if I'm doing exactly what they asked me to do. They like improvement. Yeah. And then I took that and that's how I've been looking at my job ever since. It's been like, okay, if something isn't working, I don't care if I, I am the manager. Change it. Yeah, yeah, I'm the manager or he's the manager or that person. I don't care. I'm going mm-hmm. to go and try and see if I can make it better. Actually, that's, that's another thing. I think even in the corporate world, right? If you're at work, mm-hmm. there's always that um, fear, that insecurity that someone's yep. coming for your job. Like I'm sure, I don't know, your manager might be a nice person, but... From everything that I've heard from your workplace, it seems like a nice, um, genuinely seems like a family environment. People yeah, going it's on a, it's runs good, in the afternoon. Good fun environment, yeah. Right? Mm. So it's like, I know there's some toxic environments where it's like the manager is obviously looking out to see who's coming for his job. And if the managers are lacking, not, not, not someone who's really driven to succeed, someone who's just trying to be, is the word conceited or conceited? Conceited? Conceited. Conceited. What I'm trying to say is if someone's just happy with where they are. Oh, like they are content. conceited. Basically, they're just happy where they are. They don't want to do anything more. They just want to they're stay exactly where they are. To their position. <laughs> sure, man. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? But anyway, um, and they see someone like you who's, who's obviously trying to do new things. Yeah. It becomes a thing of like, how can I catch you out? Because you're uh. a threat now. You know, I think that's, I don't know because I haven't worked in a corporate environment, but I've heard that's like a big thing because obviously everyone's trying to earn more money and move up positions. Mm-hmm. And when you have like a graduate like you, who's hungry, they want to keep you. And that might mean making your manager sooner. And that obviously is a threat to your current manager. He doesn't want to move. He likes where he's at. Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah. It's like a, the guy is kind of coming up the 
ladder a bit too quick. Yeah, and it's like I think that's quite prevalent in the in the corporate environment where it's like I want to get ahead, I want to get ahead, I want to get ahead. I I don't know if anyone actually. To be honest with you, this is the first time probably I thought about it like that. I I, I was thinking from the, the finance perspective because in in IB investment banking, right? Yeah. You obviously only move up depending on your performance all throughout the year, and let's say there's a graduate pool of like thirty to start off with. Mm-hmm. Like by the end of your graduate year, you're only at fifteen because people generally get kicked out. Wow! So you're always trying to like clothe yourself above someone else, and if you become an associate again to be a senior associate to get more money, you know more responsibilities, more like more bonuses and stuff mm. you've got to again previous off and then associates get kicked out so they make space for new grads so it's like it's always a performance based thing isn't it yeah yeah and yeah you always have like, to be proving yourself and that you got the game basically and it's like when you're not when you're not driven to do that when because you do your coding because you're driven to do something better not because you want a promotion is because you like coding and you want to see you're like what's the most efficient way of doing this yeah but some people aren't they're just coding because it's easy or they find it enjoyable and they don't care about making it better they just want mm. to do what they're doing for the rest of their lives oh you mean and they just want to see things through and just yeah just finish it yeah. and just maybe maybe but i don't like, know don't you I don't mean, you basically the question is don't you don't, have you not come across that kind of environment have you not or uh, if you were working in that kind of environment don't you think you'd think differently about work maybe yes if i felt that i would be feeling more pressured and stuff right mm-hmm. i think i've come across that that once when i worked in the startup okay so it wasn't so much that i felt like i was my job was going to take it away it was more like from the get-go, it wasn't working that well. The dynamics wasn't there. So I felt like I had to prove something. Or like yeah. I felt like, oh, maybe it's me. Or maybe it's them. That's the only time I really questioned um, my competency. <laughs> like, am I doing enough, basically? But obviously, <laughs> now I look back at it, it, you know, it's just the team. It yeah. wasn't going to work, basically. The reason why I'm laughing is because I remember you telling me, like, at first, their line of jokes were um, questionable. And you thought, okay, like, I could join in kind of. Yeah. And then, do, do you want to tell people what kind of jokes they'll make? Or no, I don't know, man. Just... I can't. I can't. It's, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was dry ass jokes, you know, like nothing. yeah. And it's just like okay, I, uh, it was fun to get yeah. into the startup and you dry know, like excited. like 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 magic and tragic, you know that. that yeah, kind of no, thing. no, no. Come on, that's, uh... you're talking about that's like ten times better joke than that. yeah. Uh, if people people who don't understand he he likes to he was trying to fit in the phrase um, <laughs> magic and tragic magic and tragic somewhere in this podcast he's like i'm gonna do it i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna make sure i get it in so i just want to get it out there before he tried that so then he can't try anymore <laughs> the best the best defense was good offense i guess in your case that worked <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah but yeah i think I, I I see your like I I see your perspective in terms of I haven't had the best uh, background in terms of working places working under people to then mm-hmm. judge how it feels like for you. Mm. But I think like can you also see if in my head that there's so no, much? No, I fully do. I fully. Do. I was going to say that um, even though I say all these things, yeah. In the future, yeah. 
I'm going to be doing something for myself. Definitely. Like, I'm going to ah, do something okay. for myself. Okay. Even, if, even if I say, like, you know, you should see the bright side and working for somebody else, I always yeah. have the mentality that eventually I'm going to do something myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And this okay. is just a learning phase. Just, this is mm. just me preparing myself, learning while getting paid and taking all that knowledge yeah. and I'm going to apply it to I think I, I always thought of it as black and white. You either work for someone or you do your own thing. Mm. But there's actually a gray area where you could yeah. be working for someone in an environment that you genuinely like and use your spare time. To... So it's a bit like um, Fifty Shades of Grey in the middle. Do you get it? Do you get it? No? Okay, cool. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Right, yeah, carry on. <laughs> There's nothing to carry on. I want you to sit there <laughs> and understand what you just said. There's black and there's 50 shades of grey and then there's white. That's what I meant. You know, it's not black and white. Good. It's not, yeah, 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 sure. Why not? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. man. Because um, obviously right now I'm kind of struggling to find the right fit and the right job and and just mm-hmm. the whole process is, is a bit difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you say in terms of like, do you do you go towards the side of just get any job and then we'll see where it goes? Or do you go towards the side of get the right job? It doesn't matter how long you wait. Uh, I would I would go with get a job where you can work with that team. Like, mm-hmm. get to know the people who you're working with. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you don't think like the, um, the, the, like what I'm trying to say is like let's say you obviously want to go into computer science right mm. would you have taken a job in finance instead of computer science and then come back into finance I mean come back into computer science I I don't know I don't think you can make that kind of a jump exactly right, you can't, what you can't I mean. go so, from like computer science to finance so what I'm you can. trying to you say can, you can you can you can you can you can you can, you can. yeah you can, you can you can now you can now it's very very open like, yeah maybe like now this. but at least when I applied I didn't even think that was possible I, I, I always had the idea I'm going to go work with computer science but are you trying to say that you're going? You're looking for a job that's not finance based? I'm not looking. It's like so when people reach out, right? It's a lot like, oh, we have an internship in research for you, or we have. Mm-hmm. But that's also to do with finance. That that's also to do with your degree. You can not not directly. It's 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 like if I do that, let's say something like that comes up, and if I do do it, it's gonna definitely help me in terms of if I want to do a masters, right? Mm, okay. But it's not going to directly affect me if I do finance. If anything, I think it might work against me because it's going to be like, why did you go into research when you want to do finance? Like, what was the point of you doing that year or year and a half or work there? Uh-huh. That's going to now translate into you doing accounting and financial reporting and et cetera, et cetera. So is that what, what you want to go into, accounting? and? Uh, no, never accounting. Accounting is like... It's a nice place that everyone loves and enjoys. Just not for me. <laughs> the, the brief realization. Oh shit! Mate. I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't say what I feel. No way. No. So, uh, let's just say the accounting but, is yeah. like the the croquet of sports. Mm. Must be really exciting. <laughs> but yeah. But so I wouldn't say you have to get a job that um, that you enjoy, and that's relevant. Mm. Mm. I don't know what that means in your field, but yeah, that that's my advice. Get something relevant, something you enjoy. At the same time, pay attention to who you work with, because the yeah. people you work with, I I only realized it after a couple of years that people you work with actually matters a lot more than just 
getting it getting a job like you know yeah just because you like the job but it's it's hard to think yeah. that way when you don't have a job it is very hard to think that way yeah it's very tough cuz like very tough yeah let's just, let's, just, let's not go into that <laughs> <laughs> let's not yeah. open that box up i think i had a few questions for you actually more about this whole like um um working for yourself what are you, you not entertained yeah you know uh, so we obviously had this conversation many times right the previous time you had it you had very strong opinions so you're like yeah you know, you never ever going to work under somebody kind of thing yeah that's before i understood that um when you don't have anything to do <laughs> working <laughs> under someone <laughs> seems so good <laughs> it's not an option bro no it's so good it's like yes i wouldn't have any freedom but i have the money it's not even the money but you don't feel like a waste of space so yeah so it's like I, yeah depression or depression with money <laughs> yeah they're, they're pretty sweet <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man i think uh, the reason why i changed the only reason i, I think I, i changed my opinion even slightly is because you kind of understand like a 3 4 5 months into not having a job and not having something set in the future the difference between education and getting a job is when you're in education you mm. know that at the end of this year you're going back to education once you've graduated at the end of this year it's the start of another year of nothing mm. do you know what i mean if you don't see what actively I mean. go there, there's no routine you're following right so it's just yeah it's yeah, a lot yeah. of like it, it feels like a flat line it's a like, Yeah. Going like nothing. Thanks, thanks for that. Thanks for that sound effect. I yeah, really is... needed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh yeah, man, it's like so when when you let's say I wake up and I'm like, okay, like what am I going to do today? It's just huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you in that face right now? <laughs> no because now 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 it's like now we've got the podcast now we've got like yeah. things to prepare for and things to do but it, it took some time for me to mm-hmm. like so now if you ask me like right now today if you ask me yo would you take any job or would you just carry on doing what you're doing mm-hmm. i might actually say i'm just gonna carry on doing what i'm doing because it's like mm-hmm. i enjoy it i have a process i have something to do yeah i see okay like i see where i'm going with this but if you ask me in the first three months i would have been like bro what job you want me to clean toilets I'll, I'll do it like wow. genuinely at one point some like, I work for an agency right mm-hmm. they must have offered me a job to clean some place it was like 15 pounds an hour Monday to Friday I was so close to taking it because like I live in a household where everyone works mm-hmm. so when you're the only one who's not working and, and don't have things to do it's like you question yourself every day like you wake up and they're at work and they're doing something they're building their future and you're thinking wait what am i doing like why am i not part of this whole process yeah um so that that was difficult and that was what made me go oh wait like i need a job i need a job i need a job but then once we started doing all of this once i started going actually no i have side things that i could be doing you know yeah and then it became a question of like okay um obviously i have days when it's like oh shit i should really be working i should really be um contributing more to the household right yeah and then and then I, and then and then i think wait like is that worth it am i willing to take that sacrifice now 
of mm-hmm. working a job that I don't enjoy, which I might end up getting stuck in. Because I think that's the biggest thing, right? Because you could get stuck in your job because you take on responsibilities which um, you can't take on at the moment. And mm-hmm. then you try to fulfill them in the future and a five-year plan becomes a 10-year plan, which becomes a 15-year plan, which then becomes you're too old to do what you really wanted to do. You know, yeah. that's what normally happens. So I think, I think um, yeah, so, well, to make it short, initially in like the three-month mark, I, was, I wasn't I was so against working nine to fives. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't mind. I'm sure I could do things. Like I could pick up stripping like Vast did on the side. <laughs> You're really selling this. <laughs> At the end of this, I'll be surprised yo, if people don't think I'm a stripper. Yo, I'm going to make, you know, you know, every episode from now on, I'm going to give them stories of what you've done and who you stripped for. <laughs> I think that could be, that could be a podcast <laughs> on its own. <laughs> like, like I'm going to give them a move my boot, uh, move by move breakdown of the things. I don't know why I was there to watch this. That was, that's, the, that's a good question. That'll be my question, question to you. Nick, why, why were you there to watch this? Why was I there? <laughs> but anyway, because there's video recordings, obviously, which we will be posting in the future. Mm. But, um, yeah, um, I could pick up something on the side, which I enjoy, and I mm. could do a job kind of thing, right? Yeah. And then now I'm thinking, well, instead of going and starting a career, I might pick up something like a graduate scheme or an internship, which gives me a year or two years to um, kind of like understand, okay, is this field what I want to go into? Is this what I really want to yeah. do? And at the same time, I could do things on the side, whether it's YouTube or, or podcasts or yeah, whatever it is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to contain myself to one field or, or whatever it is. Writing, even who knows? Who knows? There's so yeah. much out there, you know. And um, I think that's that's better in the long term. Just having a plan's really changed it. Because I think when, you, when you're when you in uni and you have a plan, I'm going to finish my degree and I'm going to do something for myself, it's definitely easier to better on yourself than when you don't have a plan. Yes. Did I, yeah, did I even you answer your question? I, I just felt like I just kept talking. No, I, I think you did. You did. Question. I think you, you 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 explained to me why and how you changed your view, basically. And that's all yeah. I asked you. So I yeah. do agree with one thing. You have to have a plan, even though you're sitting and do nothing. If you have a plan, if you have something to do. Thanks for that. Thanks for putting it so bluntly. Thank you. I well, appreciate that so much. In the middle, when you're looking for it, it's not like you're not doing anything, but At the same time, you're not doing anything. So <laughs> Can you imagine? Even when you're just a waste of space and just doing shit all and, you know, your parents don't like you. And obviously, it's all normal. Just Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a part of life, you know. Such is life. You just go through. Yeah, just just end it with a positive note. But you know, Jesus loves you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus might love you. <laughs> that, that might will get you. Not even Jesus loves me. There's a chance. No, really? It really? Is there a chance? Yeah, like. <laughs> Bro, I, I swear to God, you know what? What's funny is, yeah, you know when you have like your down moments. This is something I want to talk to you about in the future, just about mental health, right? Um, when you have your down moments, right? It's funny, like, what gets you. Like, the smallest things can impact you in a positive way and a negative way. Because, like, that same phrase, like, you're doing nothing, right? If I was in a low moment, it could have, like, hit me so different. And I wouldn't show it. Yeah. I wouldn't come out and be like, oh, my God, that hurt me, right? But, like, I could go off this call and just be like, Huh? Am I really doing nothing? 
<laughs> that could be a whole <laughs> night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Have you not? Know. Have you not like felt that? Not that deep, man. I don't know. It's like for me sometimes when when that kind of when I'm in that kind of situation, even though I'm low in the mood, I find some some way to get out of it. I've never been yeah. in a case where somebody said something and I'm like, huh. Oh, Maybe I am a racist, please. Or maybe I am. Like calling me a bitch. No, no, no. I'm not calling you a bitch. It depends on how people take it, basically. To me, if I hear that, it's like, nah, he's a dumbass. Let me just do what I'm going to do. That's it. (laughs) There is no, like, I think it's, it's, it's sweet in one sense that you have an arrogance that helps you get out of it quickly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. But yes, I can see the other side because I had like, you know, I went, previously I went through anxiety and that turned into like uh, maybe some level of depression. I don't know. I've been through phases, so it's a bit yeah. it's a bit tough to explain to someone. Just get out of it. It's not easy to yeah, just yeah, yeah. put yourself out of that situation, right? So, but yeah. So I, I in normal sense, I would be like, yeah, nah, fuck it. You know, I'll just I'll just figure it out. It's fine. What he said is what he said. And sometimes I, I like the hard truth. It's like, okay, it hurt me, cool, but it's the truth, cool, deal with it. Is it because it's hard that you like it? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> you're, you're, going to, you're going to ring fence it around the whole, you know, like, strip, strip of thing. No, no, not going there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. But yeah, but yeah again, I think so. Coming back to the point of like uh, uh, seeing from your side, your point of yeah. view. I do understand certain bits. You don't have enough time. Like for example, when I'm working on my own thing, like the app and stuff. There isn't enough time sometimes, uh-huh. yeah. and I feel frustrated because I know I know that if I had only one thing to concentrate on, yeah. I would have done it much faster than if I had two things to concentrate. On. That, that's something I missed out. So you know how you're doing your app, right? It took you a yeah. year, and you wanted to. I remember you wanted to get it out in December. Mm-hmm. No, before they wanted to get it out last year, May. Yeah, yeah. And then it was December, and it was January. Mm-hmm. Now it's uh, suspense. Nobody knows when. Ha <laughs> ha. But anyway, um, um. Well, obviously we know when you're getting it out, but I don't think that should be public knowledge yet no no this is no okay. yeah so whatever it is um maybe next year who knows but what i was gonna say was like don't you have you never got frustrated at the fact that oh, if i didn't have to work on this stupid project at work this could have been out when i wanted it out and i can have the second version the beta out tested ready and during the pandemic Right, yeah. I could I could have I could have built a successful app, which can mm. then go on to better and better things. Don't you? Oh don't yeah, you? definitely. There are many times I I thought, okay, if I had only this to do, if I only had this app to do, must have been out like six months ago. Yeah, but it's just I don't know. I mean, during the pandemic, obviously, it would be a dumb thing to quit the job. Uh, um, dumb is it. an understatement. That's yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Obviously, there there was times where I took some days off from work. Yeah, yeah. And because I had, I had no, you didn't. I, I don't. I don't think you should. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, I can just take some days of work. It was my allowed. Yeah, okay, to be, actual holiday. My actual holiday, not holiday like, right? So I had a lot you of had holidays. Corona. I didn't do. I, I actually had Corona as well. So. Oh, but like yeah. I'm saying, you didn't have Corona more than quote unquote Corona again and again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that one special case had it like six times in a row, but. <laughs> but yeah, so six when. Times in a row? I don't know. Maybe you can. It's funny because our first podcast actually on coronavirus and, and we're asking. And we don't we, know. Yeah. Yeah. But just, the, the, with the new strains and stuff, it could be. Could be possible. Yeah. Yes. But anyway. another we don't know is that 
we want you to find out. Yeah. <laughs> In the next episode of him. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, carry on. So what I was saying is, yeah, so um, I did take a few days off and then worked on the project, treated it like a working day. Mm-hmm. And that felt good because I made a lot of progress, progress. within like the yeah. couple of days. So yeah, it def- definitely helps. And I actually asked a, a friend of mine who actually quit the job and is full-time uh, building an app. Give him so, a shout out, man. He's he's a hero. He's a hero in my eyes. Yeah, he he actually is. I admire his his braveness because he he's quit in August of last year. Oh shit! Uh, and many of you might think, you know, that's a stupid time. It's like you know, pandemic is happening. But he believes in it, and I yeah. I can see him doing it. And it, it's it's yeah, it's amazing that he had that commitment to just quit and quit. look at the quality of life. You know, I never, I never realized that you don't say quit. You said you say quit, quit, quit. Her. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I tried to say cool. What cool? Wait. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, do you know what? I, I don't know, man. I think it it depends on what you feel like. If you have the confidence to be like, I could get this app out, I could get it done, and this is the right time for me to do it. Mm. That's that's okay because it's a lot like you know all of those famous uh, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. well Jeff Bezos old, but actually even him they left very successful circumstances in their life to then go create something they believe in. Like mm-hmm. um, Jeff Bezos was actually working in a hedge fund when he left. Yeah, but he left quite late. He he left in his thirties, yeah. so thirty five. No, no, what I'm what I'm trying to say is, mm. um, like hedge fund, he was making good money, and he left because of a statistic you read that uh, the internet usage was growing by, I think, 2,300% or 2,500% year on year. And he wanted to form a business which made sense in that environment. Okay. And he chose books because they had the biggest category per title, per biggest collection per category Mm -hmm. than anything else. It's like, Mm -hmm. whereas videos had, or DVDs had, let's say a thousand under one category, Books had millions, right? And that made sense to him. And he wanted to build something that did that. But if you ask someone else, leaving a position like the hedge fund, or a hedge fund tradition, to go work on something that you don't know will be successful or not in a new field that's never been explored before, it's stupid. Yeah, if you believe in something, I don't mm-hmm. see a reason why you should... Like, exactly. Um, not quit, but Quit. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, um, the way I see it is, this is sort of us, uh, me and my friend, testing it out. Yeah. Right? And every year we got better and better. So it's one of those things where, yes, we could leave the job and do it. Yeah. That requires, like, twice the hard work. But if you can pr- just about prove it, like, if you release one version of it and we just see that interest, we be, like, we see the users having the same kind of passion towards it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then it's an indication that, okay, this can work. So it's like a yeah. testing ground rather than like just going out there without anything and mm-hmm. just thinking that this can work because you can be completely yeah. wrong. And yeah, yeah, you yeah. know that there's thousands and thousands of startup just, you know, you only hear about the success stories, but I think, I think there's like a 5% chance that your startup uh, yeah, gets yeah. past the first exact two years or three yeah. years. So it's quite low. It's quite low. And if you don't know, um, 
if your app is going to work, your idea is never tested, proven, then yeah, jumping into it can be um, can be pretty risky and stupid. I think the biggest thing that goes for um, a nine to five job, whatever that may be. When I say nine to five jobs, I mean any kind of professional environment job. It doesn't have to be something that you yeah. work from nine to five. It's it's the security that like once you're three years in, you're pretty much a veteran in the job. Yeah. And unlike starting your own company where you're three years in and you're still thinking, holy yes. shit, am I going to fail? Exactly. And that's 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 a common thing. People can people won't see profits and people won't see. Um, Progress. Anything out of here? Yeah, progress. Well, progress you would probably see, but it's Not just that. progress and progress towards like, like guaranteeing your position in a yeah, market, yeah, and establishing yourself. Not in terms of like you see your company grow, yeah. when you can't guarantee. Like you can guarantee that Amazon and Apple, they're not going bankrupt or they're not failing anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But if you have a startup, you can't guarantee that until yes, you're good five to eight years in. Yeah, you know, and even, even then, it's case. questionable. Like. So, I don't know. I know there's a lot. So it has, yeah, it's got pros and cons. I mean, yeah, you work on something that you believed in. It it became a thing, and became successful. But it's like mm-hmm. it comes with its own risk. If you're willing to take the risk on and you believe in it, then why not? But see, at the, at the same time, right? Um, I see people who are like willing to work for fifteen, twenty years in um in a in a in a, in a corporate environment or in any mm-hmm. kind of environment to then like build build a portfolio for themselves and. Build up the go up the ladder and get a C level position eventually, mm-hmm. and I think if you can commit yourself uh, to twenty years of that, you know, with the hierarchy and the politics and the absurd hours you have to pull and the extra work you have to take on, yeah, it only takes one switch in your brain to work two jobs and do your own project on the side, but mm-hmm. the two jobs shouldn't be something that takes so much of your brain power. Do you know what I mean? A job mm-hmm. to kind of just make you run your life every day. You're fine. Pay your mortgage, just pay your bills. But where you can genuinely be like, you know what? I, I, I'm not coming in today. I'm not going to work today because it's a really important like position mm-hmm. in my own thing that I'm doing in my project or whatever. And I need to be here today. You know, something like that. Something that doesn't take too much of a commitment. Mm-hmm. Even though it would be hard, I don't think it will be as hard as navigating through all this in a corporate environment i think the other way sometimes i'm like if i hadn't if i didn't have a project yeah i know that i could have built a different like i could have accelerated my career in a different way because oh. i could have i could have worked much much more involved in other things right I have, whatever I'm, i've never asked you that so like do you, were you are you someone who thinks about that like well oh, yeah. i could have been no no i could have been it's like um, so I had a chance to come back to London mm-hmm. uh, and just work in London and try and take a, bit, um, a much more like bigger high position pay basically. Job. Yeah. High okay. paid job and bigger position. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I kind of put it off for a bit is because that means you have to learn new things. Like what? That means you are, you are in a new, posi- new position in a new company now you have to get to know them. At the same time, you're going to work on your own thing, so you have to choose between that. It's like you're either working on your thing, yeah, or you're working to build relationships exactly. in the workplace. Exactly. So it's it's sort of like taking fifty percent of your brain power mm-hmm. to work on your work and fifty percent on your 
But how long do you think that takes, though? Because I don't know. Oh, what takes? What do you mean? Building a relationship and and having it depends a on the kind work of place. work environment. Like if you if you're swamped in work, and yeah. that could happen in a higher position. If you climb the ladder, you get to a position where you are you are going to have quite a quite a lot of work, and then yeah. you don't have any more spare time. You don't have this time to mess around. You probably be completely burned out at the end of the day, and you come home, can't work on anything. You just go sleep, or mm. you choose a job that way you can you can learn learn improve yourself. Yeah. So you're constantly improving yourself at the same time. Um, you get to imply apply that towards what you're working in somehow. So you can see it that way, you know, where you keep improving yourself every year. Yeah. And then apply that back into um, your own thing, basically. Or you take, you just, you know, forget about your own thing, completely dedicate yourself to the company, uh-huh. get to like, you know, director, senior director or whatever, you know, like um, CEO, CFO, whatever. Yeah, either way, that can work. If you have the if you have the um, the grit, then you can get it. But yeah, man. Oh. So I guess I don't have to quit my job, and I don't think Nick is going to quit his. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I started something. I have to follow through. <laughs> Shit. Um, I think. I think what what you're trying to conclude is. I kind of see your point in terms of why you don't have to quit your job to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I agree with it. I know, I think I've changed, because I think the biggest point that you made was the whole fact that my experience in the past yeah, kind of has determined what I feel like in the future. Mm-hmm. And when you come, come at it from that way, I kind of think, well, then I can't make a decision until I get a job to then have an opinion on it. So yeah. because of that, I have to get a job. To then say I would never get a job. Yeah, you need to have an experience. Makes sense. A good experience, if you, yeah. if you. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, you had the the bad experiences. Now, yeah. if you have a good experience, you may be like thinking, okay, this is maybe mm-hmm. one way to go about it. But to be honest, I still think that um, at the end of all of it, I do want to do my own thing because I don't know, man. I I I think there's so much power in owning what you do. So much power in that. Oh, no, I fully agree with you. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do what um, something yourself at some point in time. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that at all. I think that's something we agree on, both of us. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, you have I to go out there and just be... You. And just yeah, just be, be you. Yeah. Believe in yourself, really. Yeah. So, that's... Uh, yeah, man. Well, I think that should be the end of this podcast. Yeah. Because well, this I'm episode. tired. <laughs> yeah. You're ending the whole podcast. Oh, wow. Um, it's over. It's finished. No more match projects. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Um, <laughs> I should I should really stop swearing. Uh, anything else to say, us? I hope you quit your job. Quit your... <laughs> <laughs> Don't quit your job. Don't quit it. What he's trying to say is, I hope you see the other side of the argument. Yeah, I hope you see the other side of the job. <laughs> quit it. <laughs> quit it. <laughs> but before this gets out of hand, I <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, please follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram will be in the description. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, make sure you share. Uh, drop us a like and give us some feedback. It really helps. I yes. think the improvement that you see from the first one to the second one to this one is purely because of feedback. And uh, we'd like to keep going. We'd like to get better. So give us some feedback and don't forget, Vast is a stripper. Wow! Wow! We what?